The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds wide. Trey Slaughter. Hawks the show here on Hoop Ball Network that is taking flight. We cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm recording this on Monday, June 28th, after the Hawks let Game 3 slip away at home to go down 2-1. Hawks squandered an opportunity to go up at home, and now there's even bigger concerns with Trey Young going down last night, even though he did eventually return. But the fate of the series is in jeopardy. And there are things up in the air right now for the Hawks with a huge, huge, pivotal game four coming up tomorrow night here in Atlanta. I apologize. I did not record as soon as this game went off. I was traveling this weekend and got back late last night just to see the Hawks fall short. We're going to discuss all that happened yesterday after this plug for my bookie. If you like losing money, turn this off right now. But if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation, and all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'm going to plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%. Just like an A-plus in school. Hopefully you got them. But if not, this your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on my bookie, and the best thing is, is that no cash is required to enter, and you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again, my homies, sign up with the promo code Hoopball to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some, in the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back. Now, game two was embarrassing, but game three was just disappointing. Just so disappointing. They were There were many things that the Hawks did in game three that would lend them to win the game. And on the flip side, there are some things, including one big thing that cost them the game and potentially the series, depending on how things shake out. Yes, I'm talking about Trey Young's bone bruise that has him questionable to play tomorrow night. I personally 
had a bone bruise in college in my thigh from football. And it made it hard for me to just to walk around, let alone play. Now, that is from an external force, obviously getting hit and causing that bone bruise for me, not obviously stepping on a referee's foot during a basketball game. But I can imagine the discomfort that Trey Young is feeling in that ankle. And especially with the tiny bones in the ankle, I feel like it's probably something that's nagging. And this isn't one of those things that you just tape up or get a shot in that area. I mean, this is a bone we're talking about. It's something that can last anywhere from a few days to a few months, depending on the severity. Now, the fact that he is questionable is encouraging for me as far as how bad of a bone bruise it is, but how effective will he be if he can play tomorrow night? That is the question because we need him, whether he's 60% or 100%. If we want to win game four, and I'm sure as hell the Hawks want to win game four. And I know, duh, guys, Brad, you're stating the obvious. I know that. Shut up. Just listen. Hey, it's my job to talk about the obvious and the unseen. If they want to win this game, let alone the series, Trey Young has to be able to play tomorrow night. So please get well, Ice Trey. Please get well. Health comes first. We understand if you can't play, but I hope to see you on the court. I hope you are ready to go tomorrow. And if not, it'll be tough to play tomorrow's game without our best player and our starting point guard. And if you look at this, Hawks starting point guard injured, hobbled right now, could not play tomorrow night. Our starting shooting guard, Bogey, he's not healthy and he's been a liability at times because He's healthy enough to play, but not healthy enough to be effective. And then our starting small forward and DeAndre Hunter is unavailable. And it's just, just a tough hand dealt. We've been dealt with injuries the entire year. We shouldn't be surprised. But another thing, for all those people complaining about Bogey playing and shooting right now, yes, his shot selection is questionable at times. And head scratching. I get it. Yes, he's been off for a while now. But here's my question I pose to you. How the hell are you supposed to get out of a slump if you don't shoot the ball? Riddle me that. How do you get better? How do you get out of a slump if you don't want him to shoot the ball? Listen, listen, I, here's his. Here's, we don't need Bogey doing his best Ben Simmons impression offensively when it comes to shooting the ball. But what we need for him to do is get his confidence back in himself, in his knee, in his shot, and that takes time and reps. Now, I understand patience is paper thin because this is the Eastern Conference Finals and we need him to produce right now. Right now, we need him to produce. We need him to make shots. Yes, I get it. But in order for him to get out of the slump, we need him shooting the ball. Hold on, let me back up. Let me rephrase that. We need him shooting the ball better, more efficient. And when he scores and when he is scoring, it opens up things for others on this team offensively. So whatever he has to do, we need him to get his groove back. Get his groove back like Stella, whether that means listen to I'm So Groovy by Future. Great song, by the way. Listen to Let's Groove by Earth, Wind & Fire. 
watch Emperor's New Groove or all the Austin Powers movies. I don't know. I don't know what this man needs, but something has got to give. And we need Bokey to get his groove back because he's going to be pivotal, especially if Trey Young can't go tomorrow. He's going to be pivotal as far as him being effective on the offensive side of things and creating for others. We know that he can do it, but he's in a slump. This is the worst time for a slump. Patience is thin from the Hawks fans. I get it. This is the game we need Bogey to break out of that. Just break out of it. Okay. Now that I've addressed that and got that out of the way, I'm going to talk about what the Hawks did do to win and then what they didn't do or did do that was bad and caused them not to win. And I'm going to alternate between each as I go through this segment right here. A win, 40.5% from the three-point line. Finally, the Hawks get it going from behind the three-point arc. It's been a while since this team has been over 40% from three in the playoffs. And that made me excited. I was really excited to see that them shooting the ball confidently from three, making threes. They've just been bricking them for the last several games. And I know both of the teams have been playing very good defensively. They've been guarding the perimeter very well, challenging our three-point shots. Or we've just been flat out missing open threes. But to see everybody hitting threes. Trey Young had six yesterday. Bogey hit two, even though he was terrible from the floor in general shooting the ball. Herter hit threes. Hit three of them. Gallo hit two threes. Collins and Lou Will each had one. Great turnaround shooting the ball from three. On the flip side, what did they do to lose the game? <laughs> Going cold in the fourth quarter. And they were great all games shooting the ball. They were 50% most of the game from the floor. And it all falls down. All come, come crashing down in the fourth quarter as Middleton torched the Hawks single-handedly in the fourth quarter. outscoring the entire team. And the Hawks just did not finish the game strong. Turnovers, missed opportunities, not getting stops. And partially due to Trey going out and taking the wind out of their sails and the team lost their mojo. But you've got to finish games. You can't go cold in the fourth quarter. We pulled a Philadelphia. We pulled a Philadelphia in game three. And it doesn't feel good on this side of things. I know Hawks fans, I could ask you, it doesn't feel good. It didn't feel good to watch us just collapse in the fourth quarter and miss out on the opportunity to go up 2-1 coming back home after the performance that you put out in game two up in Milwaukee getting drummed. Yes, they rebounded. They started off so much better yesterday. So much better. Great first quarter. Bucks caught up second quarter, tied things up. Great third quarter. Bucks had a great fourth quarter. We can't alternate quarters. We have to play a consistent 48-minute game, and they did not do that. What did they do to win the game yesterday? Trey Young, 35 points, another great game before obviously he got hurt. And typically, when Trey Young has 35 points or more, this team wins. And I knew he was going to rebound after that poor performance in game two when he had 15 points, shot horrendously from the floor. Still not a lot of assists, and that's something that I would love for him to correct. And he may have to do more as far as distributing the ball, especially if that ankle is hobbling him and affecting his shot. But we knew Trey Young was going to rebound. He didn't have, 
he don't usually stream together two bad games back to back. He usually doesn't do that. And that's something that we can count on Trey Young. But what helped us lose the game is people not being consistent and not hitting the marks that I say they need to hit in order to win. Kevin Herter, I said we need him to get at least 13 points on the low end. At least 13 points. He ended with 11. He was positive with seven assists, but I need him to have more than 13 points, especially if Bogey is ineffective, and I'm going to get to Bogey in a minute. We need Herter 13 points or more. That is my opinion, just as far as offensive production and what's going to help this team win ball games. John Collins, who I said need to be consistent in this playoff series. Great game one, game two, game three. Not getting the shot, up, shot attempts that I want him to get. He had only eight shots in game three yesterday. Only eight. When I like for him to have 12 to 13. He ended with 13 points yesterday, eight rebounds. He was efficient from the floor. And so I'm not calling out John Collins for not being efficient. We just need to give him the ball more. He needs more touches. He needs his 12 to 13 shots. I need a minimum 17 to 18 points from John Collins. 17 on the low end. 17. So here the 13 points from Herter. He had 11. We need 17 to 18 from John Collins on the low end. That's four. So you do the math. What is that? Two and then four. Six points right there. Six points right there. Hawks end up losing yesterday by 11. So that's six points missed and they lose by 11. They get those six points between those two. That, that makes it five. And for Bogey, typically good things happen when Bogey hits three or more threes or 20 points, preferably both. And I can't remember the last time Bogey's had 20 points this postseason. It might have been, and I have to go back and look at the stats. Definitely I know in the New York series, but I can't remember if he even had that in the Philadelphia series. So I can't remember the last time he's had 20 points this postseason and I know it's been rough injuries I I get it but yesterday you shoot three of 16 from the floor and two of 10 from three and you play 35 minutes on a bad knee injury cannot be an excuse anymore when you play 35 minutes 14 that truly desperately needs you to produce you got to perform. You got to perform, Bogey. And to get, what was that, eight points yesterday? You got to get more. We got to get more out of you, Bogey. So you have eight points. I say you need at least 20 for us to be effective. That's 12 points right there. If you do the math, all those points that I mentioned, that's 17, 18 missing points on the low end. You get those 17, 18 missing points if you're the Hawks, you potentially win the game. So those three, JC, Bogey, Herter, you got to get it going next game. You're going to be crucial if Trey Young is not 100%, which he's probably not going to be 100%. We need your contributions. We need 17, 18 from Collins. We need 20 from Bogey. At worst, 18, 13 from Herder. I would love 15, 
17 from Herder. We need all of them in double digits being efficient and effective for us to win the game. Now back to the segment. What did we do to win the game yesterday? Drew Holiday cooled off offensively. Six points. Great. You get one of the big three under 10 points. That is a win. 12 dimes, though. But, I mean, if you can keep one of the two as far as Holiday and Middleton at bay, it gives you an opportunity to win the game. And then you look at it, I mean, which I'm going to get into Middleton in a minute, and we are probably tired of hearing about Middleton right now. And then Lopez, who had 17 in game two. He had, what, seven in game one? And he regressed to 10 points. That's a win. That's a win in my opinion. But, again, I mentioned his name, Middleton. To lose the game, you let Middleton go off for 38 points. And this is not a slight at Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is a perennial all-star, okay? He is very underrated as far as as a jump shooter in this league. And we know that he can get hot at any time. When he's on, he's 100% on. That's what makes him dangerous. That's why he's on the Olympic team, guys. Because he has that ability. 38 points, 15 of 26 shooting from the floor, six three-pointers. He absolutely went bonkers in the fourth quarter. Outscored the Hawks in the third quarter. I mean, sorry, fourth quarter by himself. And we already said, you know Giannis is going to do his thing, 33 and 11. But Middleton torching the Hawks. And I've been noticing in this all postseason, the small forward and shooting guard position Probably going, you know, coinciding with DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish not being available. But those two positions for the opposite teams have torched the Hawks all postseason. D-Rose in round one. Obviously, he's interchangeable from the one and the two. But I'm going to put him as a two guard in this uh, scenario. Curry and Tobias last round. They did their thing. Aside from one game from Tobias where he had four points. Tobias was pretty consistent all last series. Curry was great all last series. And now you can add Middleton and Holiday to that list as they both have had 30-plus performances in this post in this Eastern Conference Finals already. So, again, we need to limit those two enough to give the, the give them Hawks, give themselves a chance to win. You need to limit those two, and then you let him go off. But if you let him go off, did you limit everyone else? No. Because Bobby Portis off the bench had 15 points. It was just a tough break for the Hawks last night. Just tough in that regard. So the key stats that, again, track this entire series. And one stat that I did not write down getting ready for the show was I was going to look at the the stats as far as number of fouls from the bigs. Collins had five fouls yesterday. That's not good. You have eight from Capella. You got three from Okongwu. 11 fouls between the three bigs. I, I said I like that number under eight. That's a key stat. We lost that. You got to stay out of foul trouble if you're John Collins so you can be on the floor. You got to stay out of foul trouble. Capella, because we need you on the floor for your defensive prowess. Now, you can be in a liability at times shooting the free throw, but we need you on the floor defensively. Okongwu, we need you on the floor as well. And he's been giving some good minutes, so this is not more out of him. But John Collins, we need you to be available on the floor. But back to the other key stats, the hustle game. I said 
it's a tie. I think we got better hustling, playing with energy and effort, but we did crash in the fourth quarter. So I'm going to say that's a wash. If we're going to talk about key stats, that's a wash in my opinion. Team rebounding, we lost again. We got our rebounded by 15 rebounds yesterday in total. And we got our rebounded by six on the offensive glass. Again, when it comes to team rebounding, it cannot just be Collins and Capella. You have to rebound as a team. Everybody must make a conscious effort to crash the glass. I know we want to get out in transition. We want to score quick to not give the Bucks a chance to set up on offense. I mean, sorry, on defense. But we're going to have to rebound as a collective. Can't just be individuals. And talk about this, obviously, once the postseason, sorry, offseason comes. But Hawks need more size. We need a little bit more size. We need someone who can be another rim protector, be a pretty good defender. So that's something that we need to address this offseason outside of a backup point guard. But that's for another conversation another day. Turnovers, technically, when you look at the turnover numbers, 12 to 12, we tied. But I'm going to give the nod to the Bucks because – Points off turnovers, the Bucks outperform the Hawks. So I'm going to chuck that as an L on our end. Three-point shooting, we won. We won three-point shooting. Consistent production out of John Collins. Eight shots, 13 points, L. Giannis being Giannis, yes, 33 and 11. We knew that. Holiday, he cooled off. But Middleton snapped. Only one of them, as far as, I mean, Giannis being Giannis, Holiday was cool. Middleton more than made up for the production between him and Holiday, especially with his three-point shooting and his jump shot ability. So that is an L, in my opinion. That's an L. And you let Holiday have 12 assists and get everybody else involved. L. Double L. Continue to make Lopez ineffective. 10 points, three rebounds. I'll give that to the Hawks. But Bobby Porter, 15 that's a huge L. A huge L. I have nothing against Bobby Portis. He's a tough, hard-nosed player. We know that he doesn't mind mixing it up, whether it's with teammates or the opponents. We know we know what Bobby Portis can do. But 15 off the bench, that's, that's unacceptable, Hawks. That's unacceptable. And as far as the Hawks bench, as far as bench production, we won technically because of Gallinari and, yeah, Gallo cannot defend as well, but damn it, offensively, he's shown up the last several games off the bench. And he's done what he needed to do to help out the team. But we're going to need more from Lou Will. We're going to need a lot more from Lou Will. And we're going to probably need to evaluate Reddish and his effectiveness as far as if we're going to need him to play in game four. We may need him in game four. I don't know if he's ready as far as game shape and confidence and all that, but... Desperate times calls for desperate measures. We may need him, especially with Trey Young's status up in the air. So we did some things better in game three, but not enough to win the game. Certainly did not close out the game like the Hawks have grown accustomed to under Nate McMillan. And Hawks need to do some soul searching. And some players are going to have to step up in place of Trey Young. And I'm going to go, yeah, this is an order. An order, in my opinion. From four, Lou Will. I need a I need a Lou Will game. I need a Lou Will game just like game five in Philadelphia. I need a game I need a game from Lou Will like I can't remember which game for the Knicks series, but he had his moment. I think it was game one. Game one for the Knicks. 
Number four, we need Lou Will to really get about nine points off the bench. Maybe get some assists. I say about three, four assists off the bench. And if we can get more from Lou Will, hell, I'll take it. 11 points, 13 points. Whatever you can give us, Lou Will, we need it in game four. Kevin Herter, I said at least 13 to 15 points on the low end. If we can get 17 out of Herter, that's a good game. That's a really good game if we can get that out of Kevin Herter. He had seven assists last game. I love that. If he can get some other people involved and get his own shot as well, be efficient, be effective, be aggressive scoring at all three levels, get to the cup, shoot the mid-range game, the little floater, that little, yeah, the little floater mid-range would be nice. It'd be nice from Kevin Herter, and I love seeing that. And then obviously hitting his threes. If he can be a triple threat, that's that disposed well for the Hawks. He's at number three. Number two, John Collins, the X-Factor this series. He had a great game one, X-Factor. He has been non-existent game two, game three. They've coincidentally lost. We need John Collins. I want at least 17, 18 points from John Collins. Get at least 12, 13 shots. If he has 12 or 13 shots, he's going to have 20. He's going to have 20. Especially... With him, you know, with his energy and effort crashing the glass, getting, you know, second chance opportunities offensively and his ability to knock down the three. If we can get 12, 13 shots, he's going to get at least 18 points, if not over 20. So we're going to need John Collins to be John Collins, be aggressive, be the max contract player that we have seen in stretches in this postseason. Show the world. Show up. You've had great, great games this year against the Milwaukee Bucks. This is not the time to falter. This is the time to step up. And number one who needs to step up, bogey. No question. I don't need to go in depth about it. We talked about the stats from game three. Horrendous. You got to be better. You played 35 minutes in game three. It's time Time to put up a shut up, Bogey. It's time to earn that money, earn that contract, get your groove back. I'm so groovy. I got power. You better listen to Future. You better listen to you better listen to my recommendations. And if you're listeners to the show, send them these recommendations. Encourage him. Get his groove back. So if he's in the groove, he gets his 20 points. He knocks down his three to four threes that we love to see. Gives the Hawks a better chance to win the game. And we know the Hawks can win a game on the road. We They won one already in this series. And this series is kind of going similar to the Philadelphia series. You know, Hawks win game one, got drummed in game two. Game three, they lost a winnable game at home through the execution down the stretch. And then, obviously, in the Philadelphia series, they went on to win game four. This is a very crucial game four, again, Stating the obvious, but we need a great team performance for all 48 minutes. Players are going to have to step up, knock down shots, make them key stops, key plays, and execute. Because, hey, this is potentially the last home game of the season. Let that sink in. This could be the last home game of the season. The Hawks need to show out tomorrow to prolong the ending of this series. I believe they can do it if Trey Young can go. And if not, it will take a Herculean effort in order to pull off this upset. So, believe ATL, pray ATL for Trey Young's angle. 
And let's see what happens tomorrow night, 8.30 Eastern time on TNT. It's time for the Hawks to play the game of the year. They have to play their best game tomorrow. They need it. They need their best performance. You had your worst performance of the season in the same series, so I don't think it's a stretch that they can put together their best in the same series. McMillan and the Hawks must be ready. I hope Trey Young can go. Bogey, I hope you get your groove back. Nate McMillan is going to obviously evaluate the personnel, figure out what is going to be the best game plan to go out and win, execute, and let's take this one. Let's take game four because I don't want this to be the last home game. I want a game six in Atlanta. I want a game six in Atlanta. And damn it, Hawks fans, I know you do too. So if you're going to the game, pull up, show out, Hawks. Let's show out. Let's get this dub and let's prolong this series. And if you love what you heard today, give us five stars. Give us a good review. Share it. Tell everybody about the hottest new podcast covering the Atlanta Hawks. Share with fellow Atlanta sports fans, Hawks fans, NBA basketball fans, regular basketball fans, anybody who has ears willing to hear my voice and hear about the Atlanta Hawks who are in the Eastern Conference Finals. So everyone should want to hear about the Atlanta Hawks. So follow us at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. That is at HoopBallHawks. Follow myself, Brad Jarrett67. That is Brad J-A-R-R-E-T-T-6-7. Bogey. This is for you, man. I believe in you. Hawks fans, we need to believe in him. Let's get your groove back. Space Jam 2 coming out. Maybe you got your mojo stolen. Whatever needs to happen, it needs to come back to you in the form of you making buckets and creating for others tomorrow night. My eyes are on you, Bogey. My eyes are on you, John Collins. My eyes are on you, Herder and Lou Will. I need you four to step up so we can have another game to play here in Atlanta. I want a game six. I want that energy. And let's translate that energy tomorrow night. Let's go Hawks.